Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. today's show today is june 18th 2021 it is 5 30 in the morning here we were supposed to have this big heat wave and we kind of did like monday tuesday a little bit of wednesday and then yesterday the heat wave turned into like for california standards cold it rained in some spots which we never see and it i didn't even remember seeing the sun yesterday imagine for us to have that kind of dichotomy in weather i think it surprised even the weather people so it was an interesting day to say the least today i got a question i just have to read it out loud is why should i believe in god And I thought of it, and I wanted to convince and want to convince this person about why they should believe in God. And then Christ said something. And he said, well, there's a question behind this question. What if you didn't believe in God? Instead of why should you? What if you didn't? Believing in God is an option. Is an option. But there are writings about a part of us, part of our brain. It's called the God spot. It's in our, it's a part of us. It's actually something known and people have written about it. And that spot was always looking for an answer of some kind. Of some kind. Like, is there or isn't there? Or when we're upset or when we're asking for something or when we feel we've hit our last leg of hope. God. Let us know he's there and activates that God spot because scientists have always been struggling 
because they're all after proof and research. Scientists, they, they've speculated about this God spot. One distinct area of the brain that's responsible for the spirit. And they went on to say, and this was in April 19th of 2012, certain parts of the brain play more predominant roles, but they all work together to facilitate an individual's spiritual experiences. So I thought to myself, all right, that happens. Why does somebody who goes to jail and can commit horrific things come out with God at the end of the day? Once they're put away long enough, there's nothing to distract them, nothing they can get from anyone, nothing they can steal, hurt, or take. And by that, I mean even from themselves because they've stolen their own time, their life, you would think. But once they are away, because a lot of them, honestly, say, I don't know why I did what I did or what I did was awful, and some will deny it till the day they die, and for some of those denials, they may be real. But that spot, it's activated. If we didn't feel there was something bigger here, and I'm going to call it God, I've you know seen so many different ways, you know, supreme power, higher source, the source, trying to rename something because of the baggage that comes with God. But why should we believe? And the bigger question is, it's because that's who we are. Every single one of us. Remember the other day I was saying I was driving. It's interesting that I got this question. Because I usually, when I hear this question, I just think, i got to start from the beginning. But I don't. When I was driving and Christ said, every single one of us, is the light of God. Every single one of us is an example of that. And sometimes that light feels like it's dimmed and we feel we have no hope and other times it's on high and we're like, oh my gosh, I could I could change my world. I could enjoy my world. My world could be more of what I want from it. What am I doing sitting here? And you feel all this energy and you get up and you start just doing something. And then you clean one thing and you go to another drawer and then you go to your car and then you start this work that you've wanted to do or you start writing or you start helping someone. And at the end of the day, you're like, oh my God, this feels so good. Hear what I just said. Oh my God. We say it, we don't even think about it. Like, oh my God, that's great. Or we just say, oh my God. We've even brought it down to OMG. Right? OMG. And for something, 
that, in quotes, doesn't exist, how do we naturally do that? Because when I read the question, I thought to myself, I can get into this whole detailed explanation, and yeah, I saw Christ, and this is what he told me, and this is what I've kept, and this is what has helped my life. This is what opened my eyes to to people passing and to people coming and to babies being born and to challenges that happen in my life. And, you know, I could go on and on. Here, I've got seven and seven plus years of radio shows to talk about that. Well, let's just talk about what we naturally do when it comes to God. When we're not even thinking about it. Even people who were like atheists when they were in trouble they say oh my god those three words tell you that there is a god because that god spot in our heads gets activated it gets activated if you have ever been with a human who has passed, whether in your presence or not, in your life, parents, siblings, partners, children, anyone, the first place we go is to God. Because the only way we can understand that we will see each other again that this is not in our hands. It is as big a miracle as birth. We've been taught that birth is a miracle and death is sadness. But the soul leaving the body is also a miracle. And we keep missing that because we have been taught to depress in the loss which we do, and we will. We will feel that. But that's the only emotion we were taught. But nobody ever came and said, there's a miracle behind that. Look, they come and visit you in your dreams. They, they let you know they're okay. You start to realize they're around, but they're not around. Their body's not around, but holy cow, (laughs) what just happened? They're here. Or you feel them. Or your love remembers all the good they've done and anything else is understood. Where you say, oh my gosh, they were really a hot wire. They used to do this and that. They always said this. And it may have made you upset at the time when they were alive and they would say that. You'd be like, oh, no, not that again. And now you look at it fondly with love, with understanding, with this sense of expertise behind it, of knowing that person, feeling proud that you were part of who they were and what they did. There's a miracle behind it. Because we start to see God in it. We start to realize that everything we tried to change in that person and do about that person and feel about that person 
how much growing we had to do. And then we take that miracle and we extend that love and understanding to the people who are still alive around us with a different sense of appreciation that life is for the living because when we're not living here, we are living somewhere. Because I can still feel that person. I know their energy's here. How can that be? How can that be? Because the God spot knows. There's a better name for it, but it's there. We're always looking. I love when an atheist and I are having a conversation because I realized, and Christ then told me after I thought I had to change the world with the fact that I saw Christ. But I love my conversations with them because it taught me that the question never settles in their mind. It's almost like trying to say, my parents aren't my parents. Or my kids aren't my kids. Or yeah, I'm in a house, but is it really a house? It's just four walls and a cover. And I'm like, yeah. But look at how complex, and I I say this all the time, how complex an egg is. We cannot duplicate an egg, a human body. We can make a robot, but we cannot duplicate our organs We're trying. We cannot make a tree without a seed. Not one of us can know everything. So there's a bunch of us, and every one of us is gifted to be part of the whole picture so that we can work together. And we all know. We all know who's running the show all know we are part of it. So when we're not part of it, we feel alone and we feel distant and we feel like we're not loved and we feel like no one cares about us. No one would care if I live or died, the one thing I hear a lot. It doesn't matter if I'm here or not. Well, if it doesn't matter to you, it's not going to be able to matter to the world. But when we talk like that, that's when we feel far away from God And when we start to say, hey, I get it, I'm happy, I love my life, that's when we're close to God. That's when we feel a part of the picture because our God spot is now activated. This is so interesting. Because you have to think, you know, for some people, believing in God is not reasonable. They want evidence. They want to see him right in front of them. So why should someone believe in God? Is it irrational? How do you get evidence? From everything I have learned, everything Christ keeps telling me, he keeps saying, trust your instincts. Where do you think that instinct comes from? How do you think we have that? Because that part of us that knows bigger, that knows there's more, 
It guides us. Where does that come from? How does it feel sometimes when you're just walking somewhere and you're like, I know I've never been here before, but wow, is this familiar, that feeling? Or you meet someone and you connect and you can't stop talking. And other times you meet someone you want to know and you have nothing to talk about. There's just no connection. Trust your instinct that, wow, I can't force this. Those are little things that happen every day. But we have our inner compass that's guided to help us stay on track, trust ourselves, learn ourselves, be ourselves, not worry about what others think because who are these others? And at the end of the day, in one way or another, we either wonder if God is there or not, talk to God, or we pray, or we meditate, or we do something because we want to connect. Who are we connecting to? I I wish I had this person to answer a question for me, but I would love to know if you meditate. I actually don't sit and meditate, and I, I keep wanting to start lately for some reason. I'm like, there's, I know there's something to it, but I just start talking to God, and, and I don't know if that's meditation or not, but I've met people who meditate who don't believe. They believe there's something out there, but they don't want to call it God. So my bigger question is, if you meditate... What are you doing? What are you thinking about? And I have full respect for people who don't believe. Because at the very least, they thought about it. But they're also the ones who want proof of everything. They want to know how everything works. There was a man, a Harvard graduate. Harvard. And he's a lawyer. And he at one time wanted to be a pastor. And while he was up giving a sermon, he was like a substitute pastor for the actual pastor, and he was doing his thing, and he was up there in a beautiful commanding voice and a very handsome man. And he's up at the podium, and he walks away, and he said to himself, I'm never going to do this again. I did not believe a word I said. And I was like, oh, my gosh. How did you? What? He was in seminary school. And he didn't believe a word he said. So he decided at that time he wasn't going to believe in God. He called himself now agnostic. Something, but I don't know what it is. So I probed into this person's mind because I was fascinated. And I found out that what he didn't believe was all the ways he was talking about to people to lead 
And he thought, God wouldn't ask us to do that. And God, wait, this can't be God. So he pushed it away. Pushed religion away. He stayed with maybe. So he became, in big fat quotes, agnostic to say, I don't know. He wouldn't fully say he didn't. So then he quit seminary school, goes back to Harvard, gets a law degree, practices law, becomes super successful on many fronts. Many fronts. Never had children. So he didn't feel that miracle, that thing. So he never had to touch base with God mentally. He just, you know, doing his thing. Little whippersnapper. Knew a lot of the political movers and shakers. Knew a lot of the big company CEOs. Boom, boom, boom. Anything you talk to him about, he knows. Very authoritative. Very huge presence. And then one day runs across my path in life. Before I knew it, I am telling him the story of me seeing Christ. And while I was telling it, I wanted to chew my arm off because I could see the look on his face. And imagine me telling someone like that the story of me seeing Christ with that wonder and that happy feeling and that, oh, my God, and, you know, wow, and all of that. And as I'm telling it, And I saw that look on his face like, holy cow, I'm trapped here. To a look in his face, I call it the glazed eye look. He got it. He got the glazed eye look. He did not tell me his past yet. I found all that out later. Thank God, or I would have chewed my arm off before I told this story. And then I left. I left. Before I knew it, he wanted my book. Then he wanted to see me again. And he said, I'm not going to go as far as saying I believe in God. But I believe you. And I'm like, good, because it's the only story I've got. And he said, no, you don't understand. I really believe you. In the circles I roll in and I do business in, if we say we believe in God, we laugh at each other. We laugh at each other. It's not something you say. We're all based on fact. And I was like, oh, so God is not a fact? And I'm not trying to be funny saying that. But the fact that you struggle with the question should tell you that there's something here for you. And maybe I showed up at your door, at your life, because someone was already knocking on the door and that was you. And that proof you were looking for, isn't it ironic 
that the person who showed up at your door actually claims, because I, I can't, you know, throw something too hard at someone like that, that they saw Christ. And not only do I say I saw him, there was a book written through me in his voice, and that I'm still trying to understand everything in greater depth because there's more and more and more. There's no end to learning about love and truth and purity. Isn't that kind of weird? That that's where I ended up? At your door? Why do you think that happened? Because I feel like this little crusader, this person, This person that loves people. And for some reason, I'm walking around this world one by one. One by one, telling this story. I find myself in the weirdest places, and before I know it, the story's coming out. The speaking engagement I'm going to do in 2022. All I'm going to do is tell the story because I know inside, for why should you believe in God? Great question. I know inside everyone who hears the story, it starts ruffling up their lives. At first, it's not pretty because to clean out anything is not fun. In the beginning, you're like, oh, look at this mess. And then this starts leaving and that starts leaving and that starts leaving and all of a sudden the weight that we've been carrying is gone, even though our challenges literally are bigger now. It's like, well, well, I believe in God now. Why is this happening? And they're you know, upset that their, their world has been ruffled. And it's because they know what they know. Your challenges become more enriching and deeper and fuller. We're amazingly connected. So to answer your question, why should I believe in God? I think you have greater depth in life if you do than if you don't. If you say you don't, it's a part of you, so you're going to keep questioning it. But if you say you do, you get to see the wonder unfolds before you because now your brain knows that this stuff exists. I see Liam writes in the chat, I don't think it matters much if we believe in God or not. I don't think God cares either way. I believe it's more important to be a good person than believe in God. There are plenty of people who believe in God and religion and have bizarre opinions on people's rights, etc. At the same time, there's people who don't believe in God that's the kindest, most respectful people we can meet. I think as we evolve in this planet, belief in God will not be a contentious point and people will be left to their own devices and there won't be any fight over God and religion. I agree. But right now we're not there yet as a world. Religion does separate people because it's, you know, we're the ones who do this, and this brings us to God, and we're the ones who do that, and you guys are wrong, we're right, and it separates. 
And religion is already starting to unpeel back to God. Some, not all. But people in general are now doing that on their own. It's hurt churches because less attendance, and it's made other people even further into it. But believing in God, allowing, allowing yourself to say, hey, I know, I know. In, in my biggest, I want to say, advantage that I enjoy, the biggest perk I love about believing in God is that when I talk to God, I really feel heard. That's how all of this started before I saw Christ. I would write to God because I had no one to talk to. And I felt so heard that I kept going back and going back and going back and feeling this freedom to say and be loved and not be judged because I thought that's what people did to me while they were doing it at the time. You guys, it's over already. I'm sorry I only got to one question, but that was a big question, and I can go on for 10 shows. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.